Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, I think we got it now. Thank you. <laughs> so, what do you think? Isn't she gorgeous? Look at this. Look at that. When I put the glasses on, it's a thing, right? It's an actual thing. You with the hair? She did my hair thing? Y'all. Virgin Voyages, Scarlet Lady, I am Shelby Live. I'm so excited to talk to you about it. And I also just want to know what kind of questions you have. So please message me or just let me know what you have for questions on the side. You know, you can send me a WhatsApp. You can send me a Facebook message, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. I'll get it. <laughs> and I'll do my best. I wanted to start off by, you know, just explaining that this is a completely unique cruise line in the sense that it is adults only and it's adults only on purpose oh there we go so it's adults only on purpose it's not just um, because people don't have kids <laughs> it's because they wanted it to be adults only so generally speaking adults only uh, in in my experience when they are making it adults only we're really looking for a little bit more fun a little bit more jazzing it up a little bit more sauciness a little naughtiness a little sexiness um you know a little a little bit more freedom and i love i love cruising with my son actually um and he's 13 now but i really enjoyed uh being able to have an adult only experience in fact um as i told my husband who was really excited about this trip and he's been on many, many trips as well. Uh, he said, well, honey, I don't think we would have stayed in bed till two o'clock that day if we had Chris. <laughs> so, and I couldn't, I couldn't deny that to be true. So, you know, it's definitely a whole different experience when you don't have the kiddos around. Um, they weren't overtaking the pool, uh, as they usually do. And, you know, there just wasn't as much, um, uh, there wasn't as much, I don't know. I don't want to say anything negative about children, but you know, when a lot of kids get in a place, it gets very rambunctious and you know, you start to look around. I'm even watching other people's kids. That happens to me a lot. I'm that mother that's like watching the other people's kids in the pool because I'm nervous for your kid, <laughs> you know? So it, it just takes a lot of stress away to not have to deal with the children. So that was a really huge plus. Um, it does get a little saucy, uh, which is fun for me. I'm totally cool with that. Some people are, some people aren't but definitely the virgin vibe is saucy i think you should know that if you're even a little bit uh educated about virgin in general the brand with richard branson that's a little bit more saucy a little bit more sexy vibe so that's what you're going for and that's the kind of people that we're, are going to enjoy this people a little bit more free um definitely open to upscale experiences. So this is not your uh, low-level cruise line. Now, I have 2,500 days at sea. I've been on all the major cruise lines, uh, many river cruises, tons of resorts. My, my life has been travel. My first life, I always say, was fitness. My second life was travel and Julie McCoy, the cruise director, for those of us old enough to know what the love boat was. Uh, but I have had experience. And it's hard, I think, for us when we have had so much experience. And any of you that have had even four or five cruises under your belt, and tell me how many cruises you've had. If you've had more than four cruises under your belt, let me know how many. I'm interested to know how many people are experienced travelers here today. And I can tell you from my experience with people in general and hosting events, 
we as humans have this really big need to compare, right? And we generally look for the critiques versus the um, the good stuff. We're always like, well, on Royal Caribbean, yada, yada, yada. On Princess, yada, yada, yada. My mother did this to me when I gave her a free cruise. <laughs> On Princess, she had been on one cruise in her whole life, and it was a free cruise on Princess. She had been on one prior on Royal Caribbean. And um, here I am, like, the cruise director, and I deal with, like, you know, people all day long, and you always have people complaining about something. And uh, she comes on, I swear, the first day. She goes, well, I'm Royal Caribbean. And I just said, stop. Just stop. <laughs> but to that point, this is not traditional. So if you're going to come on and compare it to something traditional, you will have some spots that you will find do not match up to your expectations. Uh, this is really out-of-the-box cruising. It is fun. It is sexy. It is upscale. It is clubby. But it is not traditional. So if you're used to if you like the expectation of knowing what's coming next, if that's where your comfort zone is, like... From my whole experience on board, I think what I came away with saying was that for the, the I don't want to say typical, because again, that's a negative vibration, but the cruiser that is really there for the same old, same old, and wants their traditional dining, they want your traditional cocktail parties, they want their traditional uh, electric slide, the YMCA, whatever, It that that is not what this is. So you will be definitely uh, jarred from the experience if you are expecting that, because you're going to be confused. <laughs> and I think people, and I did hear a few older people that um, I could tell were very experienced, uh, I would say, Cruisers that were uh, not so active, um, definitely like the traditional experience, did not, this wasn't for them. This is not their game. So if you're, if you're really, really attached to your main dining, your certain cocktail parties, knowing what's going to happen at the disco, knowing what to kind of expect with the shows, then this isn't going to be for you. If you want a new experience that's upscale, trendy, totally hip, high level, very high level, I would say the food expectations for me, they were exceeded by far, the food and the service, they were celebrity level. If you've cruised on celebrity, you know that you never have to eat at a specialty restaurant because the, the food, the money that they put towards the food is extraordinary. It is like gourmet dishes every night. And that is exactly what I expect, that I did not expect, but was delivered here on Virgin Voyages. So that to me will exceed most of your expectations. However, if you're a traditional diner and you're expecting kind of the corral where, um, you know, on that first night, if you're a traditional cruiser, tell me how many cruises you've had. I, I want to know. Um, if you're a traditional diner, you know that cruiser, you know that uh, right around supper time, everybody goes in the same spot. There's a big lineup. They open the, the dining room doors and everybody forces themselves to the front and you have your waiters waiting to take your order and it's like get me as soon as I can and they want the speed and and everybody is in that sort of um I would say they're corralling the troops to get fed uh that is not what you're going to experience which I feel like is a big plus but it's also a little bit different because you're supposed to use the app uh, you have to be able to utilize your app in order to get dining reservations so the dining reservation system and the app in general is a big game changer for cruising it is a little bit you have to be technologically at least adept uh, I, I definitely found the app at first to be a little confusing but I could manage my way through 
I think I know a lot of people that I've cruised with that might find it a little frustrating the first couple days. So my tip to Virgin Voyages is I know you guys want to go paperless. However, I really think you would do well by your passengers and your crew to have paper activity schedules just for the first two days, just until people get oriented with the app, you know, just while you're getting orientation wise, because sometimes the app goes down. Um, you don't remember what you booked <laughs> for for dinner that night, or or maybe you want to change it. Um, it. These types of things can can be seen as frustrations, especially if you're used to that traditional cruise experience. So that I'd like you to keep an open mind with that, and know that the food is on point and the service is on point, really truly on point, uh, super super excellent um, quality. And I came away saying. I received the service that Joel and I used to give to people. We always give a very high level of service. When we're serving people, we're excited to serve. Whether or not it's our job, definitely our days are not all good. Our lives are not all good and happy and things happen. But when we're there to serve you, we are there to invigorate you, to, to please you, to be there and experience it with you and get excited with you. And that's exactly what we experienced. I, we had some of the servers coming up to us during the buffet and they served us in the buffet too, which was strange. I never experienced that. Um, they would come and ask us what we wanted to drink and bring us food and take our order. I don't know that that is typical. Maybe it's because it was a reduced capacity, but definitely we had a, a, a higher level of service than I've ever had and in a very fun, pleasant way. So the dining experience, top notch. The app though, I will say, it, I, even from a friend of mine who's going this week, she was a little frustrated. You open the dining app is 14 days prior. You can start booking your times for the dining app. Uh, unless you're in the Rockstar Suites, which is that higher level. And in that case, most things were sold out until about 9.30. So myself and my friend who booked um, this week coming up, she said, you know, 9.30 was the earliest she could get. And I said, geez, me too. And I don't eat late. I I'm not a really late night person. I'm an early bird, but I'm not a late night person. You just can't do both, right? So... For that experience, I think probably most guests get a little frustrated that there's just only late dining available. And to that, I say just wait and get on board and you can go to the restaurants you'd like to go to. They can mostly let you in. Again, we were at about 50% capacity. So in that respect, I don't know how it's going to be when it's full, but I don't know that we're going to be full for a while. So we'll just speak to the 50% capacity. There was plenty of room. We did go to all the restaurants that we wanted to go to, and we did change our uh, schedule, and we went later than we had uh, than we had reserved on the app uh, prior to the cruise. So don't let that worry you. I would try to get familiar with the app before you get on board and also note that you have to get on Wi-Fi on their Wi-Fi once you get on board in order to book the entertainment. And that's another thing. The entertainment was mostly late. So again, not traditional. They didn't have the traditional timing. In fact, the, uh, the, the, the seven to nine spot, which is generally a huge activity spot, uh, for events, uh, shows, whatnot, that was not really utilized. And I would recommend for Virgin Voyages just to consider maybe to utilize that really popular spot and not just for dining, but for shows. And maybe they'll continue to do that in the future when they have more people on board. But our shows really didn't start till 10 or even 11 or midnight. So it was a real late night crowd, a real late night vibe. And 
I was really asleep. <laughs> I was really asleep because after dinner, between about, you know, if we finished dinner around eight or nine, um, then we'd have to wait a couple hours before we went to a show or the show was sold out. So for us, I'm a really early bird. I'm not a late night girl. I like, if I'm going to be a late night girl, then I have to start early. <laughs> so for me, there was that, that, uh, that little lull that didn't have the entertainment, uh, in that space. So I ended up going to bed. We just went to bed instead uh, they did have some great early activities the exercise the fitness so I used to be a fitness instructor on cruise ships back in the day that's how I started my cruise ship career before becoming cruise director so I manage the fitness facility I'm an exercise physiologist I've been teaching for too many years I still teach just to keep honest just a few days a week you know for for fun and to share shine my light however I will say that um, the fitness I, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty critical about the fitness instructor <laughs> because I know that I used to do that job. It's hard not to be when you've done a job, you know, and you're there to, to receive what you used to give. It's hard not to be critical. They had a really good program. They had a couple fitness instructors. Again, though, all the yoga stuff that was all sold out. Uh, you can go and see if there's a spot, but you do have to sign up early because it was all sold out and we had about 50% attendance on the ship. So I know as a, as a, uh, fitness instructor for cruise ships for a couple years that most people aren't doing fitness anyway. They say they're going to do, they want to, even myself as fit as I am and how, how committed I am to my fitness level. I usually only get to the fitness uh, center half the time, you know, of my cruise. And, and that was about the size of it for us this time. We had a five night cruise. I went twice. Um, so they did have a lot of fitness activities, a lot of things you could try, but you'd have to sign up early. You just can't wait to the last minute. Uh, and you can get a paper copy of all these activities at the front, at the desk, which is on deck four on the Scarlet Lady. It's very hidden. And I thought that was a really smart thing for them to do, uh, is sort of make the uh, information desk out of the way because then you didn't have these like every little problem that people had they didn't go to the information desk to you know ask the the questions that probably could be answered um, just by doing a little research and you didn't have those long lines they made it on deck four rather than in the entryway which I thought was very wise I think other cruise lines should uh, adopt that uh, theory because that that layout that plan because it really did end up um, making the lines less long because you had to really go out of your way to go to the information center. Uh, their information center, it, they're so friendly. These people are really, the crew is the best I've seen as far as getting the answers. So often lately, well, first of all, so often lately when you even call the front desk, they don't answer. There's long lines that are like hours long and you have to have VIP status to even get to a shorter line that's still long. And then I can't believe how many times I ask a question and they'll say, I don't know. And that's the end of it. Um, and Virgin Voyages, the crew never said, I don't know. And I was like, oh, thank you. That is the way it's supposed to be. They might not know the answer because I do ask a lot of unusual questions being in the industry. However, they got the answer or went to look for the answer or told me they would go look for the answer, which are all very good, very good answers. <laughs> so I really appreciated that. Again, that level of service was that higher level of service in a casual and fun way though, uh, not in a stuffy way where you do get on these higher end cruise lines. I won't name the names, but some of the higher end cruise lines are a little bit old fashioned with the way their crew is. They're a little bit stiffer, let's call it. Um, 
So this was right up my alley. Joel and I really appreciated their their humor, their their authenticity, uh, and their uh, their do good uh, their do good mentality. They were going to get the job done. So that was great. Uh, the app again, you have to be able to utilize that app. They do have free Wi-Fi, and they also have paid Wi-Fi. And we did uh, the paid version of Wi-Fi, and we found that to be great. I could do live streams. I could upload stuff. Um, it was really pretty good, but the app still did crash quite a bit. So again, not knowing like what the events were by heart, not remembering when I was going to be dining, things like that got a little bit like frustrating because you couldn't, you couldn't figure it out. Now we were not in any rush and we didn't have any kids. So our frustration level was very low and we knew we wouldn't starve. Uh, in fact, um, but I could just see from most people that th this could be a problem. So just keep in mind, you can get that paper um, activities sheet down at the deck for information center but our our stress level was pretty low uh, and and as I said we knew we weren't gonna starve however I will say I think this is the first cruise not only did I not starve I think I gained like four pounds in five days and I couldn't help myself because the food like I mentioned earlier, was phenomenal. It was also gorgeous. <laughs> they had such an Instagrammable moment every time there was a food source coming out. It was another Instagrammable moment, as you would call it. it the presentation was top-notch. Every meal, every place, it was really, really exceptional. Um, one of the places I, I want to make sure I recommend is the Goombay. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Please tell me if I'm not. But it's a Korean barbecue. And they it's a little drinking game in the beginning that they actually give you the sake uh, for the table. And um, they make you play this game where you have to clap during a number. So one, two, on three, you clap. Four, five, on six, you clap. Seven, eight, on nine, you clap. And if you forget to clap and it goes on and on throughout the... Uh, throughout the actual uh, table. It goes on and on, and when you forget to clap, which you will, then you have to do your shot of sake. So that was super fun and silly, and of course we had um, a few people with us that were not part of um, our, we didn't come on board with them, so they were new people, and you're sat with about six, I think six people. So it was great to meet new people, we had a great time, the service was exceptional, so fun. In fact, that is the gal that came up to us uh, the last day in the buffet and was like running around trying to get us more coffee and just doing whatever she could and thanking us for allowing us to be there to serve which I it was it was very genuine and unusual and very heartfelt and I, I have to say again the service was outrageously great uh, so th we know the food was great we know that the app does work and the Wi-Fi is very very good now let's just talk about the decor, very modern, very slick, very sleek. I mean, you just feel like you're in an upscale W hotel type of thing, uh, which I really enjoy. I do like traditional, by the way, as well. I'm a big fan of the brown woods, the old-fashioned, the gold ornate stuff. I, I do. I like that stuff too. But you go on the ship, you're getting modern and you're getting slick and you're getting sleek and sexy and, and the vibe is very cool and the music around the ship was really nice. It got you in that really cool feeling. The cocktails were very good. The bartenders were mostly fantastic. Um, and the drinks were very good. Um, we really didn't drink that much on the ship. Maybe we had two to four drinks throughout the day. Um, 
it's not expensive like it is on Royal Caribbean. And I remember Royal Caribbean, it was like $20 for a Bud Light, I think, the last time I went there. Um, <laughs> or maybe that was a, a glass of champagne. Whatever the case, I paid 20 bucks for a drink. <laughs> and I was like, wow, it's a good thing I'm not drinking that much. <laughs> But um, on on Virgin, the drinks were more economical, uh, but it still adds up pretty quick. I mean, you know, it, even if you're two people drinking four drinks a day at like you know, eight to ten bucks a drink, it can add up pretty quick. They don't have the drink package. I I'm not sure if they're going to change that. I kind of thought that they would consider changing that um, early on, but we've only been, I think they've had four cruises with passengers, so maybe they will. They do have the bar tab promo, which is basically a bonus and you pre-purchase $300 for the bar tab, you get a $50, uh, extra credit towards your bar tab, which is nice. Um, but I, I still think more people prefer just having, um, the bar all-inclusive package so you don't have to think about it and you don't come home with a big bill uh, but again that's the virgin way um, they did have enough people to serve us there were two big groups on board so they were big you know how groups are as I've mostly cruised with groups so you guys all congregate and you, you clog up the bars and you're all in the same place and um, but they still managed to get us uh, drinks in a fairly uh, efficient time and so that was really great. As I said, the vibe is very clubby. It's not, um, it's just not what, what the other cruise lines are. So your expectations, I, I feel like expectations are really important that you understand that it won't be. So you're not disappointed that it's not because you're not going to hear kind of the same music you always hear, sort of those top 40 hits that a lot of people really like. Uh, they really kept it more clubby and not not douche, douche, douche music like, you know, you're thinking when I say club, but it was good. It was good music, but I think I would have liked to have heard some some familiar tunes, um, but I never did. I didn't hear any music that I knew on the ship, um, but I also wasn't out late either. Could have been in the disco. I didn't, we didn't even hit the disco at night. I did go check it out to see what it looked like, the manor, but everything started really, really late. Like uh, the disco opened at, I think, 11, and you can, you can tell me if I'm wrong about that. But um, yeah, I, we didn't even make it to the disco, not even on Halloween. As much as I wanted to, we had such a big day. And, you know, again, that lull between uh, 8 and 10 p.m. of not having activities, I ended up going to bed. Now, if I was with a group, I'm sure we would have ended up drinking on the back deck and then going to the party. So that would have been fine. But I think maybe Virgin could consider doing a little bit more on the activities during that those two hours. They had really interesting activities uh, that you you weren't sure what to expect and that's the whole idea they wanted to surprise you and delight you um i really it did think it was unique and i thought that the shows were very uh untraditional and interactive um and the shows though some of them you did have to pay for so that was something i did not expect some of the shows not all of them but some of the shows you did have to pay for it was about 75 dollars a ticket so that's important to know uh before you go uh and I, I suspect their customer service is so great. Everybody seemed to really uh, enjoy most of the shows. Some of them I think they were a little confused about. Um, and that's fine too uh, because they are just working the, out everything. You know, it's their first time. So as they be, get more feedback, I'm sure it'll change by the time you get on board. I suspect they'll be tweaking things all the time. Um, but it was definitely a high energy, very cool vibe. Uh, all ages, however... 
everybody was that youthful type. The, the people that enjoyed it were that youthful type. So we have, I have a lot of friends of all ages, right? From, you know, 20s to 60s plus, plus, plus. I don't even, after 60, I just say plus, 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 because it just doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> and, but all of those people are really young at heart. You know, they really are. They're very spirited. And that's what they got here. So that was great to see that different culture. Um, you didn't have a lot of sticks in the mud, so to speak, you know, um, which I thought was great too. You, you know, the Karens of the cruise ship world, you know, they're all just complaining that, that that's, that's just, if that's, if you're a Karen, a cruise ship Karen, if you know what I mean, and for all your name, Karen, I'm sorry, it's not my thing. I didn't make it up. But if you're a cruise ship Karen, you are definitely going to have a lot to, to whine about. <laughs> You're not gonna, you're not gonna be the Virgin Voyage uh, clientele, and I don't think they want that either. So, you know, it's not like I'm dissing Virgin. I'm just saying, you know, know your customer. This is more of a fun, sexy, flirty vibe. Uh, definitely different. The shows were, like I said, interesting. The entertainment was interesting. Uh, I'm not sure. For me, I, I am a traditional entertainment girl, like the dancing. Like I like. I can dance, and but I'm not a professional dancer. But I do like watching professional dancers, and I know the difference. So while I think the cruise staff, the whole cruise staff thing, they didn't have a cruise director nor a hostess. So I think maybe it's personal to me because I have been a cruise director, and I have I, I feel like the our role in in your vacation experience is pretty huge. Um, you know, unless you're really just there to just drink your face off, uh, it we are the conduits to your heart. You know, we we put the we bring the ship experience, the wow experience that the ship is providing, and we provide the the connector of it, of your heart to enjoy things to this fullest experience, which means you know, being present, being interactive, asking questions, getting to know people, directing people towards where they want to go because there's a lot of confusion on ships, right? They don't know where they're supposed to go. So that cruise director staff element was not apparent at all to me. I didn't find um, many cruise director staff at all. And there was some confusion of where to go. I, I definitely did not know where I was going all the time, even though I'm so familiar with ships. And again, I think that that's going to be something that they work on and they work through. Uh, I hope. Um, but I felt like there was a missing element, not having a cruise director, not having a point person, especially in charge of the cruise director staff, because I, I've seen it all which ways. I mean, I have 2,500 days at sea, thousands of events. I've hosted, a, I don't know how many, um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of singles. Um, but that part was missing for me. Uh, and I felt like the cruise could be enhanced much more by having a little bit more direction. When I go to an event, I wasn't sure if I was in the right spot. There was no one really to tell me if I was in the right spot. However, um, again, these this is feedback that I think that they're going to be using to make sure that they get there and they get to that that place. Because when you are on a new ship, no matter who you are, there's usually a, a point person to direct, you know, and that's what the cruise director does. <laughs> and it makes your, it enhances your experience so much that way. Um, they had a stargazing night that has, that has some, some good potential there. I really liked that idea. Uh, they definitely had a, a lot of pool parties. Uh, that was something I wanted to discuss. The pool parties are certainly excellent. Um, 
the pool is not as small as you think it is because it has that shelf that uh, that water shelf that people are sitting on and the pool seemed fine especially since there was a huge whirlpool just beside it and the next bar over it was like a enormous whirlpool the biggest whirlpool I've ever seen so that was super fun so it was like having two pools right on deck um, and that was really really a good time the one thing that it was a, a real win I would say is this thing so this is the band this is actually the wristband and this is your key card and you put it on your wrist and by the way for those of you who are going I know some of you have little small wrists like me I just doubled mine up and they even have your name on it and everything I put Shelby live on mine I don't know when I did this but this was the the thing that got you inside the room it got you all your drinks it got you in on and off the ship and it's waterproof and we just wore it this whole time and it really looked cute too so I really loved that that was a huge huge win so this is an upscale adults only cruise so let's see uh, Michelle says yes I know you're not a late-night person either I, I know I'm not I hope that they will do some earlier entertainment that's definitely some of my feedback um, to them and I again I don't like to be too critical because I know that's kind of where a lot of us experienced cruisers go is like those critical critiques um, but for certain I would have appreciated earlier entertainment uh, they did have some six o'clock entertainment but that's a little too early so that eight to that seven to ten hours th those are the hours I think that need to be filled a bit um, and then the pool yeah Jeff I would say for sure uh, the pool is a little smaller but I would because there's no kids involved because you have to understand on a regular ship one of those pools gets taken over by the kids right always so then it only leaves one pool for the adults anyway so it's not as small as you'd think especially for the ship size the ship size is something I haven't talked about I cannot recall how many uh, the exact number of passengers but I think it's only about 2500 uh, is the max which means it's really one of the smaller ships and I loved that because it's nice to have that small ship feel run into your same people run into the same friends um, run into you know the same waiters the same waitresses you know where to go for the juicing this is another thing I thought was great they had the juicing on board um, was really cool they had fresh pressed juices um, they were the normal price seven to ten bucks anything you get on land it's the same um, but it was really nice to have that fresh juice available and the girl that made it I'm I wanted to connect with her I forgot <laughs> I forgot to, to connect with her she was so cute um, but yeah I mean they we made friends with them because it's a small ship and the crew is very very friendly with each other too um, let me read this so no one but you touches it yeah um, I think you're talking about this Sherry <laughs> yes that's correct no one but you touches there's no card it's your wristband this was a huge win actually I thought this was probably one of the most innovative smart things that any of the cruise lines have done and from my understanding most of the cruise lines are following suit now with this another cool thing with the rooms very high-tech best movie selection I've ever seen in fact I honestly out of my 2500 days at sea I think I have watched two movies on board in my whole life um, for several reasons mostly I'm hosting and I'm just absolutely ridiculously busy um, and I was not this time but also because they just don't have a very good selection on other ships but this one had really good selections like they had movies that I've always wanted to see that I've never seen um, they had new movies they also had classics and and yeah I know most of you probably don't know this but I love old movies like I love Marilyn Monroe movies Elvis Presley movies I'm a huge fan of the old movies um, 
all of those Rat Pack movies. Uh, and, and I think it's because I really appreciate what has changed and I like the details and I like that it's a little slower sometimes where, where it's not just crash bang boom because my life is so fast it's, it's, it puts me into a nice different vibration when I watch these old movies so I will give one movie recommendation that you may never have seen and it's a Marilyn Monroe movie and it is adorable it is totally stood the test of time as far as I'm concerned it made me laugh a heck of a lot and it's just such a neat it's, it's based in the Chicago Prohibition era it's called Some Like It Hot and kind of looks like her <laughs> Marilyn she would have been great uh, a great Great Virgin Voyage Scarlet Lady hostess. Um, it, it was a great movie. I really recommend that. But their movie selection was excellent. Uh, the whole entertainment area in the room was excellent. Um, the lighting was excellent. They had a sexy time button that you could push. And you heard in the background, it went da 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 da, -da like a stripping song. It was hilarious. I loved that. It was really tongue in cheek. Um, the other things that the room had to offer were, uh, the, well, the, the seabed. The seabed was very cool because we could move it into a couch and into a bed. Um, but I will tell you that my husband and I have some back problems. <laughs> I sound so old. Oh, gosh. Um, we have some back problems. We have like a, a Tempur-Pedic, which is like a $10,000 bed. And I, there's really nothing that beats it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we got through and it was really neat with the the seabed we had to put it into a couch I guess they've been putting it into a regular bed because people are so confused about it but because I had known that it went into that couch sofa area um, it was so cool to have like a, a real like living room it was like really like by day it was a living room by night it was the bed I loved that the balcony was beautiful it's huge another huge win it doesn't sound like much but the hammocks on the balconies Fabulous. I mean, like, seriously fabulous. Like, I don't, I don't know why they're the first person to think of this, but they should not be the last, and everybody should install them. Um, they hold up to 250 pounds, by the way. That's important, I think, <laughs> to mention. Uh, but the hammocks were great. Um, Joel spent a lot of time out there just in the hammock on the balcony. So that was wonderful and, and really relaxing. Um, what else to tell you about? So the I mentioned the lighting. It's all very high tech. As soon as you walk in the room, the the uh, blinds open up from your balcony like automatically. That was a really nice touch. The elevators were very high tech. When you walk in those, you get this really wow experience. Really. Uh, very modern and uh, just kind of surreal. It puts you in a different surreal vibration. It was really cool, so I loved that. Uh, let's see, what else did I want to talk about? Tell me what other questions you have. Um, the shore things. Okay, so this is this is really important. So there's shore trips. So they, they name everything differently. That drives me a little nuts because, I mean, my vocabulary is limited at this point in my life. <laughs> and I know what I know. <laughs> And I know, I know what we call things. So when you call it something different, it really messes me up. Maybe for some people that don't travel so much, it won't be such a, such a frustration. But um, they name things all differently. So their their uh, shore excursions have um, a little element of adventure. Okay, so again, I would say who who is this for? This is for the not needy traveler don't not it's no Karen cruising here I mean I feel like any Karen that goes on is going to really dislike this environment but I also think that's what they want because they don't want the Karens they want the more free like my people most of my people the majority of you are all very very 
suited to this type of cruising because you don't need handhelding. You aren't very, you know, you're not uptight about things a lot. Um, so the short trips were adventurous. Um, they are in shore a lot longer, which was very nice. It was like, I don't even know, maybe it was an eight to eight to seven, something like that. It was a very long uh, period of time. And we went on an ATV tour and um, I don't generally love the cruise ship shore excursions because I kind of feel like they get a little watered down um, with safety, safety, safety. Not, not that these weren't safe, just that they just get so, um, oh, what's the word, it's like sterile, you know, like you're not really in it, you're not in the real thing anymore, you're like at, at, at a, at a, Epcot Center type environment and that's not what I'm looking for when I'm cruising. I really like to experience the authentic vibration. Um, so for instance, we went to Costa Maya. First, I didn't get that. Well, try again? well, I wasn't talking to you, Siri. <laughs> um, so first of all, um, we went to uh, we went to Costa Maya, Mexico, which is just a small port in Mexico. I've only been there a few times. Um, but the port area of Costa Maya is very I would call it the Epcot Center of Mexico. It's like, it's even got like a chocolate factory with pretend old Mexican stuff. Like, I'm sure a lot of people like it. And I, believe me, I have no problem. If you do, I'm happy that that satisfies you. It does not satisfy me to get off a cruise ship and just go into a pool in a pretend Mexican area. I want to go see Mexico. So Costa Maya is one of the few ports that really isn't developed into the, what I call Diamonds International, Carlos and Charlie's experience. Um, and again, if you love that, good on you. I mean, hey, I, I, that is great. There are some things that make me happy that I'm sure, you know, that don't make you happy. And I'm glad for you, but I need more. I need more authenticity. So this ATV tour was phenomenal. First of all, it was flawless. I mean, the timing, where to go, what to pick up, the everyone there speaking English, but also being still Mexican. Um, and just getting us to the right place, not having so many rules that you couldn't actually have any fun. Um, but they were definitely there and attentive and they had everything we needed. We got, um, we got, uh, our ATV was about 45 minutes. It was just long enough to be to the point where I was like, Ooh, that's enough. <laughs> Cause it's a lot of work that ATV <laughs> it does not look like a lot of work, but it is. Um, and then they brought us to an open bar in real, in a real authentic, authentic uh, Mayan, Costa Mayan village that was absolutely a gem. I wrote about it on my page. I highly recommend checking it out. Um, it's like the last real thing left of Mexico. Um, we got to go tour one of these hotels, this open air bamboo built hotel. They had some cabins, they had little huts, they had, um, oh, just it was just so authentic. And the pool bar and everything was included. It was open bar. Uh, for all day and you didn't have to go home till five thirty, six o'clock. It was, it was crazy. I think we got on the tour at like, I think it was 1230 and then we didn't have to go home till 630. So that was really nice or 530. It was a really good adventure. It did not feel rushed. It, that, that was great. I just, that was really like well done in my opinion, because I think most of the time we're always trying to fit too much in. Um, and I do this for my guests too. I'm always trying to fit too much in for them because I know it's like probably one of their only times experiencing it. Um, but they, they, they managed the tours perfectly. I was very, very happy. I was very happy with that. Um, also, uh, then we went to the 
the Bimini Beach Club. Now, Bimini, wow, what a place. I, I don't think I have been there. It is like the rich and famous. Like they have $3 million homes everywhere you go. Um, it's, it is like a pristine part of the Bahamas that I've never been to. And of course they have this beach club. Now, I, I don't know for sure, but I am under, I believe that they are sharing that resort with one of these high-end hotels nearby, Resort World. They have to be because it can't just be there for just the passengers. But they shuttle you right in. Again, flawless experience with the shuttle. No lines. I don't know if that's because it's 50% occupancy or just because they know what they're doing. But I'll take it. There were no waiting. There were no lines. It was very civilized, as I called it. Uh, very civilized. In fact, the whole experience... Um, it didn't remind me of a river cruise because a river cruise is a whole nother level of, of, it's like owning your own yacht for a week. It's amazing, but it's very civilized, meaning I didn't wait in a lot of lines. I wasn't in a lot of crowds. I didn't feel like I was a number. Um, it was very upscale, big, big ship cruising. Maybe that's what I would just like overwhelmingly say about this. This is upscale, big ship cruising. Um, not for your traditional cruiser. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the tours to Bimini, they did have some tours there. People love them. I think they had like diving with the sharks and snorkeling with the sharks, which is pretty exciting. And everyone loved that. We just went to the beach, uh, because Joel had gotten his nipples pierced. <laughs> so, so, yes, that's right. My husband got his nipples pierced on board. They had a tattoo and nipple piercing parlor. And they did it at sea. I was like, these guys are crazy. I would never get a tattoo at sea. But these people were happy to do it. And these guys looked really professional. And I would trust them if I ever wanted a tattoo again, which I do not. Um, but it is an exciting thing to do on a ship. And they were very reasonably priced. It, it, you know, I would have expected it to be a lot more. And the people were very nice. Um, so the tattoo and piercing parlor. So that kept us from doing any water activities. But we did go to the beach anyway to check it out. And like I said... Civilized experience, no lines, awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh my gosh, this was by far the nicest uh, upscale beach resort I have ever been to on a cruise ship. I've been to some nice places. I mean, I've been to the Breakers, I've been to the Ritz Carlton, I've been, you know, I'm a travel, I'm in the travel business, so don't get jealous. I've had to work to do all these things too, but I've experienced some very high end, high end experiences, and I've never been to a nicer, beach club on a cruise ship, I would probably say it has to be one of the top five beaches I've ever been to, even like Mykonos and stuff. Um, it was fabulous. They, they did, they delivered. And the food experience was so nice too. They didn't have a buffet. They served you from the test kitchen, um, which we hadn't gotten a chance to go to, which was so nice. So that added to my five pounds. Um, but they, I mean, they had different lines, but they were able to uh, make sure that you weren't waiting because they'd just switch your line and they would ask you what you wanted and they basically delivered you. They had like four or five different choices, curry, chicken, a vegetarian dish, of course, and uh, a few other things. Um, but you decided, you asked them what they wanted and they put it on a dish and it was like all beautiful I don't, it must have been plastic, but it looked like uh, real, like it wasn't like flimsy dishware. It was like real dishware. <laughs> and same thing with their, um, their what I would call revolutionary uh, um, 
room service experience that that was really an interesting experience room service is a whole different gig there and it's very well done they actually encourage room service where i think is most cruise lines kind of like don't want you to do it but they encourage it and, and that was great that was the day we stayed in bed till two we used to room service which is very i don't think we've ever done that actually anywhere so that was that thank you virgin voyages um so anyway that that was a really upscale experience i mean it was the best quality and most elegant beach experience I've ever had on a cruise ship for sure and probably one of my top five in my life. Um, they had a huge DJ and they had some mermaids out there, super cute. They did have some activities but unfortunately because the app wasn't working or I wasn't aware or they named it differently so I didn't understand, <laughs> I didn't know about it. Um, but they had a, I think they called it an adult day camp or something. Maybe that's what they called it. I can't recall, um, but that would have been something we would have done had I known, like tug-of-war and sandcastles and volleyball and stuff like that. That's totally something I'm into. Um, they had, of course, many other things to do, but I just I didn't know that all of that was going on, and I think it's because the app probably was down that day um, for the time that I had checked in, not, not for the whole day. Um, but th that's something that I'm sure they'll work on and tweak. Um, not that that's a complaint. It's just, I missed out on that, but they had hammocks. They had a ton of room for people, um, that nobody was on top of each other. The pool was clean. There were no kids. <laughs> that was nice. Um, and then the people were just a really, really fun, really fun vibe. And you could find some quiet spots for those of you who don't want the, the loud music. You could find some quiet spots. It's a big beach. Um, but they, they really, they did an amazing job. And they're there very late. So they are there until I think 8 p.m. And they do the bonfire on the beach. Now, again, this is a different experience. I had work the next day and, you know, Joel had work the next day and we were also just, just the two of us. We weren't with a big group. So had we been with a group, we certainly would have gone back and done the bonfire thing and, and they had some music at the bonfire and all that. That would have been really cool, but we did not do that. But I did see it though on Facebook live. Um, so that was really cool. But this is really an upscale, adults only, not for the Karen Cruiser <laughs> experience. There are going to be some things that you love. And then I think there are going to be some things that you miss. And I hope, my hope is that Virgin will take all of the um, feedback and, you know, implement where they can, tweak a few things. But as far as uh, a food standpoint, a service standpoint, a ship standpoint, a vibrational, like, coolness standpoint, they hit the mark every time. It is not your typical cruise, and that's what they were going for. So they did they did that. Uh, and I just, I'm looking forward to, to doing more, to seeing how they grow. Because, you know, their, their best foot is forward, and it's looking good so far. And I think you guys are going to absolutely love it. Uh, we're going back for a February 9th to 13th. We're going to be promoting some of that uh, through our email marketing and on our page. So please like our page, like our stuff because it helps uh, us with the algorithm. We really appreciate it because we're here to give you a lot of information. Of course, we want you to, you to book with our groups. We're going to have a bunch of solo uh, cruises coming up. We're doing, we're going to do a Europe one with Virgin. They go out in Ibiza. We'd like to hit that one. Um, I was just looking, they, they launched quite a few more. They now have three ships, so that's exciting. And they have a ton of promotion 
promotions if you book in 2021 like with the bar tab if you buy 300 they give you up to 125 dollars extra plus another 125 for life so they're calling you the sea blazers um, there's just a lot of incentive to book and try it out and I would say try it out uh, there is just so much fun stuff to experience and it's just new I mean I, I love the old style cruising, I'll never not, but it is so nice and refreshing to do something totally new and different. And they are really making it affordable uh, because this is a higher class of cruising. There's no doubt about it. This is for the upscale singles and couples. Um, oh, and they're all very diverse, sexually diverse acceptance is there. I mean, just so you're aware, they, they even have, um, they have women's bathrooms, men's bathrooms, and uh, both gender bath all genders bathrooms uh, so they're I think that's kind of an underlying theme is that they're very accepting of all ways of life so you are gonna find more different uh, sexually diverse uh, passenger manifest rather than in your traditional cruising it's not traditional that's that's really what it is not it is not traditional uh, and then just try something new and then make sure that you get familiar with the app before you get on board just so you know where you're going with it so that you don't get frustrated and I hope Virgin Voyages will take my tip and at least have um, paper copies of the activities for the first two days so that people could just get a little oriented a little easier. Um, you can go down and get those paper copies but I will tell you they are such small print you cannot read them without your cheaters. <laughs> unless you're 20. Uh, the age ranges, like I mentioned, were all over the place. Uh, very fun, cool people. I think they had a lot of uh, travel agents also there to check out what they were all about. So I don't know exactly how that will change you know, in the future, but uh, I would say the the passenger list was very diverse and you will have a fantastic time discovering Virgin Voyages and I hope you consider coming with us on February, February 9th to the 13th and then we're going to double that up with uh, February um, 14th is also going to be uh, Temptations Cruise which is wild, uh, really really wild. Um, if you want to try something on the wilder side, if, if COVID had you so locked up <laughs> You're going to go crazy. Um, and then we have a couple of solo river cruises that we're going to be doing out in Europe. We have one um, right now. We have a couple people on this Portugal one, which is pretty exciting, uh, with a cruise line we, that just really promoted itself into the U.S. I hadn't heard of them before because they just started promoting into the U.S. They've been in the U.K. for years and years and years, but they just started opening up their U.S. market right before COVID hit. So I'm really excited to partner with them, and I'll tell you more about that through our emails. But I hope I got to a lot of all the information, and I hope I answered your questions. And if I didn't, casino and smoking. Okay, no, no smoking on the ship. Um, so, no, there's no smoking on the ship. They do have a smoking room, but I did not smell smoke. So I know that must be done well. They're at a higher level of cleanliness than 